This is the OKest Hunter Podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks. If that's just Cheers, guys. freezer. It's a tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to the OKS Hunter Podcast, brought to you by Half Rack. Half-Rack.com. Use code OHP. Save 15% off. You can go to half-rack.com slash OHP, and I think the discount's automatically applied. But don't hold me to that because I'm probably wrong. But if you need accessories, I will tell you what. Uh, I'm going to be going turkey hunting at some point again this year. I'm going to try it out again. And uh, I'm going to be really proud of the bucket I'm going to get from those guys with the swivel top. And I'm just going to be sitting and spinning, calling gobblers. Meep, 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 meep. And circle sound. Surround yeah. sound for your gobbler. That's going to be awkward. <laughs> Sit and spin. <laughs> Sit and spin. <laughs> they have a lot of good accessories. They do have like a normal, like a tripod stool. So I could probably do that and then I'll just be more stationary. But if I have a swivel seat, I'm going to spin. I'm just going to. It's like a kid on a doctor thing. you got to kick your legs. It's impossible not to. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things. That, uh, but yeah, they have, it's, it's a, I would say they're like a hunting accessory company with a soul. A lot of people will, uh, a lot of brands will make hunting accessories, but it's just like a bolt on and it's an afterthought and it's not giving any like love or TLC, Sure. but these guys are trying to apply like actual innovation to hunting accessories and, and give it a brand that's worth something. So that's our presenting sponsor. Fine gear, fond memories. That's it. Oh, you sound crisp. Wow, can you do that voice again? What voice? Oh, now it's gone. It's my, it's my it only voice. works when he does Take it. another drink. Take another <laughs> drink. Hold on, hold on. It, it, it's in the cup. <laughs> hold on a second. I usually do like find this huge... Find fond memories. Yeah, see? There you go. I usually do this big diatribe about all the partners, but I'll just rattle off the, the names for now for this week so we can get into it because I think we have enough people that return and listen. You're familiar with our brands that we work with. If you know you see our stuff, you see our, our partners. But Latitude Outdoors, Spartan Forge... Uh, Method Archery, which is formerly Vector Custom Shop, and Go Wild. So use code OHP at all of those, and you're going to save some money. And if you have questions about those brands, reach out to us. I know a lot of folks do. Hey, how do I get the, you know, what saddles those the one that latitude, I like? Those latitude, their new sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Game changer, that's right? Like like, the, that was, that's why <laughs> I hate that term, but. I know. It's why I'm like, but it's real. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. I, I usually kind of, I feel like a lot of, products sometimes tend to just be a rehash like you said like that's nothing really meaningful the climbing stick's been around for exactly how long like how much can you read but and then like oh no you can excellent job they did a good change job. the material yeah so it's change cool the material the form factors yeah it's good stuff also rattling antlers that was my right. big takeaway because yeah. I'm like, oh, ooh, they make noise. But I'm like, well, they don't make metal noise. They make rattling antler noise yeah. and Which you can still silence difference. them. That's what you're saying. So that's stole like. Stole the show at ATA this year, right? What's yeah. that? They, they did. The yeah, they won the year, best right? product. Yeah. So yep. that's I, that can't be easy to do. There's a lot of companies yeah. bringing things to market there. That, that is like the go-to-market launch. People will keep, it's like Apple. Like, you never know what they're doing. Until they launch it, let's say TA. It's like it's you don't know what people are doing until you get there. See, the bow hunting world has that, and like 
I'm a lot in the fishing world, I feel it's become split there. You've either got the classic expo or you've got iCast. So it's like, I, which yep. which one do you want to get more excited about? Because like most are iCast, but there's a few that are like, yeah, we're going to jump the game. We're going to do this at the classic expo. So but people keep moving things up to like create demand. It's like right. why retailers like launch Christmas stuff. It's like they're racing to see who's going to, it's like freaking September. And we're talking about Christmas because they want to get the jump right. on selling stuff. Or here's our product, but it's not available for six to eight months. Right. Yeah, there's that like, too. So they get on, you interested right. and you... The you gotta build up the hype. Keeps, oh, what's going on? When's this available? Show when me can I get it? Now, can I see it? Can I can I see the bottom of it? Can, can I see, see the, the bottom? Can I see the, the ugly side of it? I don't care. I would just want to see it. <laughs> but they will. They'll do. They'll do the teaser. Really high def, like black photos. It's just really, you know. Well, that was a really weird sound. You got all oh. the noises today. It sounded like it fit though. It was. It was like you were going to a flashback. So it was like the record rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's scratch this scotch glass against the microphone again. I can't do it. See? Can't replicate it's a that. Thing. It was a one-time deal. Yeah. Oh, boy. So uh, we have some folks in the studio with us. It's going to be fun. Eric Tasker, Sean Ritter. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? And maybe we can talk about how we met and how he ended yeah. up here. Uh, so we do a podcast ourselves, an outdoor show. Um, we're all based in Wisconsin, southeast of Wisconsin. And uh, I actually work in radio here in country radio, um, host a normal morning show. But another one I side project we worked on is we do this outdoor show that's on our like sports station on the FM dial. So Saturday mornings we do the sports show. We also do it into a long-form podcast. So that's where I hook up with Eric Tasker, who's one of our account executives, one of the co-hosts on the show. And then, you know, we're always looking for fun, interesting people to be a part of our show. And that's when we reach out to you. You guys were like, hey, you guys are doing something Yeah, cool. you guys like, had Dan Matthews on with yes. uh, the Nomadic Outdoorsman. I think that's where the connection came well, yeah, from. Yeah, we were Dan, yeah. and then, Dan, like, we did a, a crisscross with, with Dan. So, yeah. like, yeah. we were all on Dan. So, typically, like, our show is myself, Eric Tasker, and Paul Wagner, who is an ex-major leaguer, ex-Milwaukee Brewer from Germantown. Okay. Um, Wags being a busy guy, he's in and out, so it's kind of the rotating cast sorts. Like, I'm I'm for sure the one that's always there. Yeah. As kind of the... Uh, the, the staple. The guy that's working the strings or whatever you want to call it, the puppet master of sorts. But, no, we, we have a lot of fun. Like I said, we looked at you guys who were always looking for fun, interesting people to talk about that have an interesting angle about things. And social media is one of the biggest things we got into, you know, where we reach out to you guys because it was cool what you were doing and the whole, like, not buck shaming and all that stuff. And, like, we talk a lot on our show even about how social media has changed the outdoors. Like, we're not experts by any means – Tasker's we way like more, it that way. Yeah, he's way yeah. more of a hunting guy. I'm definitely fishing. Like fishing is my. That's yeah. where. I mean, I, I'm a kayak angler, all that stuff. I've been fishing since I was like, you know, could get, put a rod in my hand. Um, but still, an expert. So we're we just like kind of tell the stories and the whole concept of our show, tailgate talk, is just BSing around the tailgate or dock talk. You know, it's, it's just hanging around family and friends, telling stories, shooting the bull, laughing, and there's always little tidbits of some sort of nugget of something that comes from that and that's kind of what we pride ourselves on our show being is we're not trying to be experts but i hope you take something away from our conversation like oh i remember that so yeah. the social media stuff with you guys we wanted that to be something that was brought into the conversation sure it's changing yeah. the way that people approach the outdoors so that's it yeah and then you know when we started this whole thing what was it almost two years ago two, over, over, over two ago, years yeah um it was kind of like i'm gonna just jump on every once in a while I'm terrified to do this. Yep. I, I'm not really sure what to say. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's just, it's a very, you know, normal routine thing. And, you know, we try and make it work every week. And, you know, like last week it was just kind of chaos. And we did a little recap from stories that are, seem to always be relevant of the last two or three years. And, you know, it's amazing how we were going to call it like the more things 
change or they say the same or whatever something like that oh yeah yeah i've heard that kind um, of thing before yeah it's it's funny because i i actually went back to shows that we had done around this time of year the last two years and was listening back to some of the stuff and i'm like it's still relevant right now and really fitting and this like the timing of stuff that's talked about and just some of the the content like i'm like that's like oh this is like a great perfect you know, we were gone for two weeks in Cabo. So before, for a week in Cabo. So before we left, we actually did two shows before we took yeah. off. Mm-hmm. So those two were the weekend we were gone, the weekend we were coming back. And then it was last week. It was like, oh, we got to get a show in for the week. <laughs> like, things got busy. Every time you come back. Like, anyone that knows, if you work a normal job, right, and you go away, for every week you're away, you have like three weeks to work to do when you come back. Oh, yeah. You have to fails. dig your It's like you shouldn't even do it because you know you're going to be screwed on the back end. It's like so, bend over, right? Yeah, that's where we were last week, and I was yeah. like, I, I'm going to put something in. <laughs> Just, <laughs> spin, bend over, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's nice because Ritter, obviously, he said that, you know, he's more of the fishing guy, and I always try and bring him back to reality and talk about hunting, and um, yeah, I mean, we've had some great stories. You know, Ritter just, so we work with a local archery shop, and Ritter just picked up a bow, I think it was three years ago. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm coming, up, I'm coming up in three years. It, no, 2020. I I got my bow in 2020, but oh, I didn't yeah. actually start bow hunting until 2021. Yeah, so it, it's been nice because it's kind of I've been doing it consistently for years now, and then to have him come back into it, it's been nice just to get out and shoot a couple times or do a 3D course yep. or whatever, and um, try and bring him into my side of life, and then. He's like, we're going ice fishing. And I'm like, I don't want to go ice fishing. <laughs> He's like, we're going you ice fishing. You have to now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's what we did so, for the 100th show of our show was we actually went ice fishing. And immediately after, the plan was we were going we to record on the ice. Um, didn't think through power situations. Mm, so yeah. we fished for like four hours, then went back to the launch and set everything up in the t- on the tailgate of my truck. So it was fitting that a show named Tailgate Talk actually was happened. finally recorded on the tailgate of my truck with my truck powering everything. And so Eric Tasco and I fishing the first time. It was... Uh, Did you guys catch anything other than a buzz? Yeah. 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 And my first fish of the Actually, year yeah. was caught on the trip, and it was a bass. There Go figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks to our friend uh, John Resnick with Clam Pro Tackle, he, him and I kind of put the whole trip thing together. And so it was. it's always fun when you have a, cool. when you have a yeah. pro, basically, to help get it together. Yeah, I didn't have to bring anything. I just showed up after they were all set up. Sounds like the podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Just here, guys. Yeah, Do your here thing. Here I am. It's the red carpet treatment. I want that life. Just show yeah. up. I like I, the greeting coming here tonight, by the way. Is that the greeting everyone gets that comes in? Yeah, my wife's on her way out with our three kids to go to grandma's house for the podcast kid parade. Night. And they're like, hi, hi, and I'm like, hi. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I try to do my best to get this all fired up because there's a lot of buttons and knobs, and you know, to turn to get these cameras, all this stuff. So then half the time I'm down here freaking out because something isn't working and Greg's like the greeter. So you got both of us tonight. My wife called. She's like, I think they're here. You can like come up or what? I was like, oh yeah, I guess I can come up. So. <laughs> Still in the basement. It works. Yeah. 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 It doesn't seem creepy at all. No, just no. The basement. He's as like, I think I got the right house. Mom's basement yeah. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you guys made it out here. You know, I wish I could have made it to the actual iHeart studio because that's like, it's you guys have legitimate professional like, great equipment. And maybe you don't. I think you do. Uh, I, I mean, it's professional. I mean, we, feels yeah. we, we different. do, but I'm the person that's like, I mean, I, when you work with it every day, you're like, oh, it's just, it's normal what I do every day. Yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it, we'll, we'll probably hook One mic's some probably worth more than like our whole room, you know? It <laughs> might, it might be. Uh, <laughs> at least two of them probably. <laughs> Which is, that's pretty cool. So you, you guys, guys get to like. welcome to come whenever you want. Yeah, we should. Studios, do another show. Well, it sounds like fishing yeah. guy over here and fishing guy over here might want to do yeah, some we'll fishing stuff. Yeah, we'll just do our own thing. Yeah. 
And by the way, we're really oddly coordinated tonight. Like, I don't know, you guys yeah. oh, yeah. and we us. really planned this. Yeah, there like, was no I'm looking here. Look at this. Well. It looks like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better on this screen. Like, uh. what the heck is going on? So I don't have a topic tonight other than I figured, like, you guys mentioned, you know, stories are captivating, and that's kind of what emerges out of what, what y'all do. And uh, I don't know. We have. I've shared my buck story more than I care to share at this point. I'm not going to do it again. Which that is still a bu- I was when I saw that you got that deer, I was so incredibly excited for you. Well, thank you. I was excited for me too. Yeah. Because of just everything and like it's you know the then I kind of the laugh is like, well, you can't really be okay as hunter or anything anymore like cuz you're kind of above average at this point. Yeah, above average could be a theme, but trust me. Trust me. <laughs> a moments leading up to this like I'm getting video text of a doe running, you know, panting its ass off. Clearly, it's being chased. And then I get a video of him. Oh, shit, there's a buck. Oh, it's a big buck. Got to go. Okay, way to leave us hanging. So Great. Awesome. But. I, I think that mine was, my message, because we, I always do a, uh, like a rotation where it's always Halloween weekend, whatever that yep. is, you know, leading through that whole first week of November. And. When we went up this year, we got up there early on that Friday, the 28th, and we were like, all right, we're just going to get everything set up. We're like up in the Eau Claire County area, mm-hmm. public land. And so we just set everything up. We're like, all right, we're going to be ready to roll the next day. And uh, I, I mean, I, I, had, I was just shocked that it happened on the second day that we were out there. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen any deer all day. And here it is. It's like 530. It was like 515, you know, sunset. Darkness is like six o'clock. So I'm thinking I'm going to rattle one more time before it gets to be too late. Cause otherwise then, you know, it's five 45. I mean, what are you going to do when a deer walks out 10 minutes before, you know, it's dark. I mean, you're not going to take that <laughs> shot then. So nice, nice seeing you. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, I was, I, all I know leading up to the shot was I saw a huge rack and a huge deer. And I was like, I don't care what it is. I'm going to shoot this deer. If it walks anywhere near me, I'm going to shoot this deer. And I don't know. We we run truck cameras and everything, and I don't even know if it was one of the deer that we saw this year or not. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it you know walks kind of right on one of the edges, and I'm ranging, I'm ranging, I'm ranging, I'm ranging, and I'm like, I mean, I've got 35, and I've got a 42 spot that I can see. So I've got Ritter and I both shoot the same site. It's got a fixed pin and a floating pin. And my floating was at 40. And I knew it was inside of 40. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to make this slight adjustment because I can't make the change now. So it comes out, and I have a one-foot clearing. I'm like, well, this is it. I'm either shooting this son of a bitch or I'm not. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I was just very fortunate to make an amazing shot. I text him and a couple other buddies. I said, I sent an arrow. I made a good shot. Don't ask me any other questions. I was like, and I don't know if it was a picture you sent of the of the arrow, bloody, to me, or it was the FaceTime afterwards that I, it was the next thing that I got. Well, from you. yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, it's still kind of. Weird. I remember I was in my backyard shooting my bow because I, I didn't, I pushed my rutcation week a week later because I just got back from Disney. Took my my son turned five, so we took him to Disney from like so. It was October, it's a fun trip. October twenty or yeah. October twenty fifth is his birthday, so like I didn't want to like be gone for a week. And then be gone for a whole other week hunting. So I had to like at least work a week in between. So yeah, with the week. I like how you out, put work in air quotes. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, and and so my dad doesn't hunt that far away from where, like we're very close to one mm-hmm. another in the woods, maybe 150 or 200 yards away from one another, and we can swear on this podcast. Right you can there. swear. Well, I can. I can. I can beep it out. But, but no, okay. you can swear. Okay. <laughs> it's it's the so, internet. Uh, yeah. So I, I knew that I made a really good shot. It was just, I, I knew it was a perfect shot and I was so relieved because last two years I've shot bucks and I have not found them. Ouch. And which is just so painful. It's very painful. And it just is, you know, it's so unsettling cause that's exactly what you don't want to do. And when you ride that really high, high and come down to a low of just giving up, it's the worst. So uh, just a really loud smack. And I scream, fuck yeah, <laughs> dad. So I so, think everyone that has ever done that has probably said that exact same thing. So my dad shouts back at me, what happened? And I'm like, shouts I back. just fucking shot him. <laughs> so he gets over to where we are and I'm still like getting out of the tree stand because he just hunts out of a ground blind for bow season. I'm like, all right, you know, let's, let's find the arrow. Let's do all of that. Let's just start walking the trail. You know, it's like 540 at this point. And I thought I heard something crash. But I'm like, all right, we're just going to go through the paces here. We're, it, you know, it's getting late. So let's either try and look for it now mm-hmm. or we're going to just call it a night and we're going to go back to camp. You know, because the last thing I want to do last year, we ended up, I knew there were two or three different beds that I actually kicked the deer up because we just looked too soon and it, you know, ended up running away. And so we... We get on the trail, we've got great blood, and this was my first year ever shooting an expandable. So I'm like, I, I just was very nervous about the whole thing, and I thought, okay, I'm going to make this transition, and I'm just going to pray that everything works out, because you always hear, oh, somebody, you know, shoots an expandable, and then it doesn't expand, and it, you know, fails, whatever. So, great blood, get on the arrow. We're walking through, and we're maybe 50 yards after where I hit the deer. And I turn around. I see my dad is basically walking right on the blood trail. And as I turn <laughs> around, I'm like, I, of course, tensions are high. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, get off the blood trail. And as I shouted at him, I thought I heard something scatter behind us. So I'm like, we're not doing this again. We're going to get out. You know, whether there's wolves here or coyotes or whatever, we're just going to get out. We're going to come back in the morning. It's cool enough overnight. We're going to be all right. So then I FaceTime him, and I'm like, stop it. Because I'm you like, were. I finally you did were. it. I finally did it. But it, it's 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 awesome. Like, the, the pure emotion of that. And I remember, like, you had posted something. I think something you shared on, that. On, on yeah. your TikTok, and some guy was giving you a hard time about that. And it's like, you know what? Screw you, dude. Like, it's okay to be excited. It's okay to sob. You know what I mean? Like, when you win a trophy, you win something. Like, mm-hmm. You I, I guys get in the end zone, they cry. Showing right. emotion yeah. shows. Look you at the national anthem. About right. it. You know, so like, if you got no emotion, then why are you doing it? Did right. we watch yeah. the Super Bowl and see the national anthem? Like, right, right. <laughs> like, like it's okay to be emotional. Yeah. Like I don't know where this toxic masculinity of like it's not okay for a guy to cry to be excited to show any Just emotion. Like it's not okay it was... to shoot small bucks. Right. Yeah, right. valid point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shoot what you want to shoot. Cry so, if you want to cry. <laughs> So we That's go back, the next shirt. Uh, cry if you want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> so we go back to camp, and I mean, I, I drank a lot that night because I was like, I think this is just that turn night. Out good. Well, I drank a lot that week. <laughs> um, we get back to camp, you know, 
go out, whatever. We get, we're getting ready to go back out in the next morning. And it's like eight 30 or eight 45. My dad's like, are you ever going to get out of bed? And I'm like, well, I'm really hungover. So it's, if it's dead, it's not going anywhere. Right. So right. we're going to go find it when we find it. So we go out and it wasn't 25 <laughs> yards past where we stopped looking just up against a tree. And it was just the coolest experience. Cause last, uh, so 2021, my dad shot his first ever deer after 47 years bow hunting. So he had never, that's a big deal. Never yeah. shot a deer. And he actually shot a buck. It was like a five pointer, whatever. Doesn't I mean, matter. nothing special. It was amazing though. Was it so the we, fact, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. Was it the fact that he just didn't have opportunities or was he being super picky? Uh, not picky at all. Just, you know, where they've hunted, I think they, they've gun hunted very hard. So he shot many bucks gun hunting. Sure. It just happened to be with archery that he had never done that. Gotcha. And, you know, for many years, he, he worked in a foundry his whole life. So he had a bad shoulder and he just never invested in a crossbow and never went through the whole paperwork and everything to be able to do that. And so a couple of years ago, he did actually get a crossbow and, you know, just fortunate that it finally happened. You know, I mean, he's 68 or 69 years old. So, you know, it's like, who knows how much longer we have to be able to get right. out there and actually do all of these things. So that was really cool the year before. And then this year, I mean, the biggest buck that our family has ever shot. And it was just, you know, like you said, like cry if you want to cry or whatever. It was <laughs> the best cry of my life because, you know, after two years, you know, you think about that. You know, just how much emotion goes into that of mm -hmm. thinking you made a good shot, tr you know, tracking for an hour, hours, or however long it takes, and then just giving up, and then being able to finally make that happen, and with such a great deer, it's just such a relief, and it was like, I could just cry for like days, so we yeah. just went to the bar, and it was just, it was amazing, I mean, it was just so cool to be able to to share that. And yeah, and that was the video that I posted on my TikTok, mm -hmm. um, which I actually posted the extended version the first time, which then I got my first account warning of that week. And then <laughs> I had to post the, the shorter version uh, after that. And uh, how many know, violations have you had, by the way? I think four. So I ha I've been very, very careful about what I've posted. I think I've only had the you one. can pace them, you can spread them out. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm, I, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take to get the account warning off. My I, I, I only ever had the one. It was the one guy that just didn't like what I had to say. He had to make a crappy comment to oh, me, yeah. so I responded. And then his first reaction when, with my response, which was actually not terrible, was just reporting just report it, report yeah. it, report it. And I'm like, bro, yeah. don't don't come with the heat yeah. if you can't take a little bit of the wave in the fan back. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was, you know, what a, what a, a cool memory to be able to, you know, for anybody that hunts with their family. Yeah. I mean, what a great experience and a memory to be able to have. And I'm just, I mean, super cool that it was a great deer. But, you know, to be able to have my dad there and for us to be able to drag it out together and everything. And actually, one of our trail cameras was right on the path where we were walking out. And we have a picture of me and my dad dragging the deer out, which is like just something that I'll always remember. Yeah, you know, very just cool. So great. I mean, just you never know when something like that might happen. And to be able to share that memory with your hunting buddy, you know, just. Well, that's what you, you remove the antlers or the horns, as we call them, to be funny and facetious. And people don't. Right. People think we're stupid, which is hilarious. Yeah, that's fine. But if you take that out of the equation, the memory is the same. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because that one I thought was a lot smaller. I didn't even know it was big. Yeah. I just thought it was a dinky six pointer for some reason. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, we walked up on it and it just happened to be a bigger deer, but so it didn't matter. It didn't yeah. matter. It was bigger. I was still flabbergasted, you know. And is this the one you had to tread through water for? Mm-hmm. Twice. Oh. Because uh, Mr. Guy over here <laughs> forgot to turn the camera on. He's like, <laughs> oh, no. he's like, so my legs were numb. I told you and my feet the first were freezing. of the year, I did not get on camera because yeah. I hit the wrong button. Yeah. I did the same thing with yeah, you. Yeah, you're having some issues with buttons it's on fine. your cameras. You get you I hate that GoPro, camera. couldn't get turned on. That was a different that one, issue. That one, that one we got figured out. That's uh, <laughs> Don't run it on a 30-watt charger. It'll fry the battery. It's a hell of a sound <laughs> effects guy, though. I mean, you know, he makes sound <laughs> effects on the fly. Someone's got to have a talent. I usually try to get him to do like his... A voice for a boys choir, and I can make noise. Did you guys? Did you guys watch the the first episode of We'll See How It Goes? I have not. I, got a, I, yeah, so I have not got around to yet. I, did you hear him doing my... turkey calls right out of the gate with his yeah. mouth? Yeah. So that was just. That's yeah, I yeah. Can, I can do. Oh. See? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Kind We're of getting cool. into a different territory. Yeah, We're going to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to the zoo and it now. Started good and then went <laughs> no. You, you put a little too much feel into yeah, it. What do you call a female I, turkey? I was, you're digging from down here. Yeah, you I only got to go from up here. I was really trying to be, uh, you know, really. Can you do the owl call like this guy can too for the shot gobble? I love it when you Which do the one? owl call. You guys are both pretty good. Wow. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm going to try. He's embarrassing. It's the Eric's over here. Yeah, Eric's are embarrassed. I have real calls somewhere. Oh, that's good. I, uh,. Speaking of turkey, by the way, I'll just put up a. Because I like to at least acknowledge people here, but Joseph. Said, what's up, guys? Can't wait for turkey season. And then uh, Missy followed up with, are you guys going to NWTF, which I'm not. Ooh. I know a lot of people from work are going to be at that. I'm so bummed that I will not be able to turkey hunt this year. Um, it's also the first year that I didn't get the like any of the weeks that I applied for. I oh. got like D, and I've got a tournament that weekend. So like I could possibly hunt like Wednesday, Thursday, and then maybe... Tuesday, but like I got a regular job. I've got a wife, child. I'm already going to be going on a, you know, going to, I think that's the one I'm in uh, Lake Springfield. So I'm already mm-hmm. going to Springfield, Illinois for a whole weekend. So I'm just like, yeah, I guess turkey hunting is just not in the cards for me this year. But I unless I will to, go out with, yeah, I mean, I go, need you to guide and go call a tasker. I can, so, yeah, I can call and yeah, do all those things. Do all that stuff. <laughs> so yeah. me, myself, I will not have a chance to shoot a turkey this year. I hope I do. I don't know what I'll end up with. I don't have a tag. I didn't apply for anything, so I'll get some. Just go grab over it, only, it only took five reminders, and he still forgot. No tag, you're hot. You know, the, the, <laughs> the turkey <laughs> and the bear go at the same time. It's like December third. I always think, like by December third, you're good. Yeah. Are you doing? Do you do bear hunting too? I keep putting in for my points to accumulate, so eventually, yeah. once I get enough, I will. Um, There's a few zones that you don't need much for, and I'm gonna yeah. actually. I'm going to look at the regulations and see what's going on with it, but I might apply for one next year. I'm at five. So, yeah, I'll be at five. I think I'm at five, and I'll be at six if I keep so, going. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I mean, we were talking about bow hunting, you know, Tasker's story. I had an okayest moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's myself hear it. This year. We, can, we can bump up the. I got a bumper here for this. Which one is it, Greg? Is it the yellow one? I don't okayest know. hunter. There we go. Oh, I so. thought it was going to be like groovy, sexy music. Or we, something. Can, we can get some. We can. <laughs> let's hear the story. Let's hear the, All you know. Right. <laughs> Cheers real hard. quick here. Yeah. yeah, it's a little... Shout out to Drop Time Spirits. Here we go. And whatever else we're drinking over here. There's not much left in there. Yeah, the Drop uh, Time is uh, flowing for me. So we're talking about, you know, hunting public land. Uh, you know, real quick refresh in my story, too, is when my wife and I found out that we were expecting, I walked away from everything. 
So for the first three years of my child's life, I didn't hunt. I didn't fish. Nothing. Good for you. I couldn't pull that off. Because I just wanted to my, enjoy My that wife time. better not listen to this because she'll she'll reference it and be like, see, that's what he did. I'm like, yeah, well, we're not the same person. Yeah, we're all different. So she better not Some be of us are better than others, no. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> then there's those guys, too, those guys that, the guys that will, like, their wives are pregnant. And I think this is actually my buddy Tyler who runs the business with me that's like, well, my wife's pregnant, so I'm not drinking for nine months. I'm like, yeah, why would you quit making that? me look bad, yeah. dude? I need a drink. <laughs> I didn't eat sushi the whole time my wife was pregnant. That was like the one. That was like I, the one. I haven't ate sushi in like ten years. I think I'd have been handled that one just fine. <laughs> I could just bolt onto that one next time. All right, so I wasn't trying to score points. Let's let's <laughs> let's get the thing. So you know, it's hard to be getting bow hunting. You know, I've I, I've I was huge into waterfall hunting growing up. You know, growing up in Green Bay, done a ton of diver hunting. You know, layout okay. boats, all that stuff. It's that's a lot my, of fun. That's my background comes from. I still love that stuff. But again, moving down here, it was different and not having all my old buddies. I just, I it was so, I walked away. But I still always like loved fishing and known stuff. But when I finally got the bow, I'm like, okay, I'm really going to get into archery hunting because I feel like I can get into this. Gun hunting just isn't my thing. Not that it's good or bad, but just, it's not yeah, sure. my thing. I like the more, the intimacy of archery hunting. Yep. I feel like my fishing background has helped me and advanced a lot of things because, I mean, Tasker knows the public land that I hunt pretty much a lot and knows how many times I'm out. I Are you public land up in Green Bay area then? Public or? land down here. Down here now. Okay. Southeastern Wisconsin. And I encounter a lot of deer. I mean, there was, what, two days, two mornings I was out this year that I didn't see anything. I mean, I've been in and around a lot of deer. <laughs> Sounds like that quote from Superbad. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, I, and I'm lucky and grateful for that. It's just it hasn't worked out with, you know, the right shot. And we had a situation opening day. Yeah. Like it was 930 in the morning. I get a doe that walked out. And I said, both of us, we were hunting the same area opening day. And we're like, if it's brown, it's down. Like we're shooting does. Let's just get one in the freezer and be done with it. I had one. I was futzing with something with my GoPro. And <laughs> again, trying to run it off a battery. The battery died. I'm going to change the battery. I'm got it strapped up on a tree. And I reach back and I go to pull it down. And I pull it down, I pull the battery, go to grab another battery out of my bag, and I put the battery in my mouth, and I turn over and look, and there's a doe standing at like 20 yards. And I'm like, that's, holy, that's it. So I'm like slowly trying to move, pull it range finder, range, and I'm like, 21. Okay. Slowly grab my bow, pull up. Mind you, I've still got a GoPro battery in my mouth. <laughs> and I go to like lean, I'm looking, I'm like, I got it. And I just wanted a little bit more of a move because she took one step. And I go to move and I have to do this. Elbow hits the tree. Hit the or release. The, or the mouth. <laughs> right oh, over the top no. of the air. But all, when I saw the arrow leave, I, I saw like, I wasn't ready for that. Right. Going right towards his rear end. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And it just went over. I was like, oh, thank God. I'd never, never more relieved to miss something in my entire life. Because yeah, yeah. I was not looking forward to that track. It's way better to miss than it is to make a poor shot. Absolutely. And then it was almost a week to the day from when he killed his. I was out in the same public line. I made a move to a different area because I knew there was some other. I like to work off of other hunters' pressure. Knowing yeah, where people are going to be yep. and knowing that that's going to move things certain ways. And so I got set up in an area that I have never actually hunted, that I've been through, scouted, have seen. There's a lot of stuff there. It's not too far from the area where you typically are a lot on this piece of public. And I, I'm i in the tree like an hour before shooting light. So I get up there and I'm sitting there and like, just as it's getting close to shooting light, I hear something coming up the ridge and you hear, I'm like, okay, that's definitely something sniffing. Okay. Walks off. Little while, and then it gets to be about 6.30-ish. A doe comes walking in, walks right in front of me. This is where OKS moments again continue for me this season. She's at about 12 yards. I'm like, I can shoot a doe. 
and still shoot a buck later today. It's happened many times. So I pull up. I'm perfect, like, perfect nail shot. I shoot, and I'm like, I said to myself, laced her. Because she stood there in the arrow, like, was right where she was. I could see my knock lit. It's right below her. And I'm like, total pass through, perfect right there. She seems stunned. And then she took a step away, bounce, bounce, looked back at me. And I'm like, what in the holy crap? And in her range, I'm like, there's no blood. There's no, what is going on? She runs up to 60 yards and is standing there trying to pick me up. Where? What? And then she starts blowing at me. I'm like, can't do anything about it. I look down. There was one little branch of like a tree that <laughs> fell down that lit. I must have just, because you know, like a fresh, like wet wood is like a dark brown. Mm-hmm. But if you scratch it, it turns like the color of this table. Mm-hmm. There was one little line in that piece of wood like that. I had to have just lightly nicked it and Enough caused my arrow to immediately turn straight down yep. and just missed it. I'm like, could I get any more unlucky this year? This is horrible. 15 yes, minutes. Yes, you could. <laughs> <laughs> Way to spoil the story. 15 minutes go by, and I'm sitting there, and I see this coyote running across, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then... I see something large with its nose in the ground. And I'm like, no, that's not. Yeah, that's got to be. So I pull up my rangefinder. And I, was it was it Mark Boardman of Vortex we were talking about this? I think it was. Because we had Mark on our show. We were talking about, he was saying the same thing. A lot of times he'll just use his rangefinder as like a monocular. Monocular. Yeah. And it's so because there's, there's a little bit of magnification. It, yeah, like it pulls in enough light. Yeah, you can see, you and can I see things out to 50 yards. No use problem. the Vortex rangefinder and all that stuff. So I'm pulling. I'm like, yep, that's a buck. And I'm like, okay. That shooter, shootable. And I don't know what it was before that. I had decided to take a, my grunt call, and I never use calls. But I just started bringing one with me there just in case because last year I had a situation where a grunt call, I think, could have given me a shot at a monster. But I tucked it into, like, my jacket in a weird way. And he gets out towards this ridge where, before shooting light, those deer came up. And I saw him turn like he was going to go down. And I just leaned down, and I go, burr, burr, into my jacket. Spins on a dime. He caught the trail that the doe that ran away that I missed, followed her trail right, and I'm like ranging, I'm like, do do do. once he got in 20, I'm like, I don't need this anymore, dropped it, waited behind, pulled the mix set, set, wait, 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 he gave me what I thought was a perfect shot. It was probably eight yards, but I'm 20 foot in a tree. This is where I've learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. And I swear still to this day, it was a perfect, would be lung, liver, shot. I hit the deer, loud crash, the deer jumps and takes off but i still see arrow sticking out of it and that's when i begin to panic it runs catches a tree breaks the arrow off on a tree which spins the deer he then shoots up a hill and up a ridge and i'm like okay maybe he'll go lay down and there's like some crp that's up in the air maybe he's gonna go lay up in the crp and just let him die so like i'm hanging for a while see what happens at least go get my arrow my other arrow by the way is still stuck in the ground knock on <laughs> so if you're ever worried about like oh i shot i need to go get that it, it's not going to it seriously just leave your arrows don't worry about it. I get down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back. I finally text with him. like, okay, I, I think I shot one. And it was, I think even the text was like, it's like a really good six. <clears throat> and then I thought about it later. I'm like, I'm such a moron. Um, I forgot to account for brow tines. It was a nice eight. It was, it was like wide like this, but skinny. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those skinny, but like kind of wide racks. And so we went out to kind of take a look just to find the arrow where it broke off in the tree because I wanted to at least get a starting point for things. And there was no blood anywhere, no blood beyond the arrow. The broke off arrow had a bunch of blood on it. So I'm like, okay, we got to call a dog. 
So that's when I kind of did a little search. I got a hold of Scott Gagliano, Max's deer recovery. So Scott and Max and I went out that night. We walked around for like four hours. We did the same track like four times. That dog was awesome. Like trying to track where the deer was, I think it lived. And I think as we talked more, the angle that I shot from, and this is this is something to think about if you're someone that is, is from the school of like, I've got to be higher. The higher in the tree, the better. Higher, higher. It's, that's not true. And I learned that lesson. The reason I was at the 20 I was because there was like this nice crotch in this tree Good that cover. I was able to exactly use that as my cover. Mm-hmm. But it just put me above that line at that close of range that I think when that arrow hit, it deflected <coughs> easily. So I don't know if it like just caught shoulder or just caught the rib right and deflected. I mean, it penetrated. We figured we measured my arrow, measured what was left. It penetrated like a foot in, but broke off. And I mean, fat, everything mm-hmm. can plug it up. I mean, deer, they're tough as hell. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we found no blood anywhere else, I'm confident that that deer survived. We couldn't keep going any farther, though, because it got to one point where it went onto a chunk of private land, which was owned by a trust with an address in Colorado. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. So, exactly. So, we kind of had to go, I guess, is the end of the road. Yeah, you know, but I'll say, though, it, it was so cool, though, because you, you know, I'm, you guys have, like, your friend group that you're, like, just shot a deer, you know, all of that. And it's just, it's... It's such a high and such a low when it goes that way. Mm-hmm. But you texted me and another one of our buddies. I'm like, I'm leaving, leaving the house. I'll be there in 20 minutes. You know, so we go, we meet up, we go go through the whole paces. And it was, you know, how many times can you shoot a deer and you have zero blood? It was the you weirdest know, thing. It was a really bizarre it happened situation. happened to my dad this, this year. My dad shot equal caliber buck very different rack the times were almost yeah. touching like it's good photos of it it's actually one of those moments where like that's never happened before we both have never gotten deer and he called me he's like first of all i don't know where my arrow went <laughs> like i didn't see it hit he like blinked for that moment or blacked that part out or something i was like what What do you mean you don't know where you hit it like you hit it but didn't you hit it and he's like well i don't know and then he'll say a whole sentence using the word i don't know which is like impressive <laughs> And I know he listens, so he's probably rolling his eyes at me right now. But or not right now. Well, right now when he listens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I'm in a time warp. But anyway, he he they found it, and the, but there wasn't strong blood at all. And and what I've noticed, and Greg can speak to this too, is like these. You're using the expandable, but we're we're using these super sharp, like any iron will. The the um, so you guys method doing, archery. The, the big heavy. Iron I'm using will. the method. Well, so they're not method, big and heavy. But, you know, the arrow is what. You can build the arrow heavy. You weren't shooting a heavy arrow. Oh, it's like I've 500. Shooting, I've done light and I've done heavy. Hell. I've had good results both ways. Yeah. You know, shoot what works best for you. This isn't what I shot, but this is like no, I, an I, example. I, I shoot know. the Mangus. Okay. The, you Magnus, know, yep. Yeah, Mangus. I, I shoot their brother. Yep. Oh. Just their shot. Mangus is a great head. So it's more than 100. 100 is it is 200? It? 200? No, no, those are buck 25. Wow, it feel, okay. this one feels heavier. Feel that. It feels heavier than 125. No? Yeah, I don't know. You better get your wrist checked. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. it. Wait, this is my left hand. Uh, low, uh, it's not an eighth ounce or a quarter oh, ounce chick head, okay? See, there we go. <laughs> it's not tungsten. No, but it's not tungsten, yeah. man. <laughs> but with those sharp arrows, we've we've heard the, the broadheads that like these deer, they don't, it's such a fine cut. Like the, the iron wall is an example. I have a scar on my finger now from that. <laughs> Only they're, you, buddy. They're, they're <laughs> no, not only tagline is as sharp as science allows, but they're talking about like you get micro cuts at the molecular level or something. I ridiculous. will say it's too much for it, me. It's ridiculously sharp, and if you're gonna take a broadhead on a like a once in a lifetime hunt, that's the, that's the head to take. No fail, 
very accurate, super sharp, extremely durable. You can get them anywhere from 100 all the way to 200 grains. But then are the, it, they're not bleeding as much as the expandables, right? Not, not the volume, but the, the fact that it's so razor sharp. I mean, you do surgery with a scalpel, how much bleeding is going to occur? A lot. You throw something dull at it, it's going to be a jagged cut. It'll do damage. It'll make a bigger wound channel. But it may not bleed as good because you got all that extra stuff plugging things up. Sure. Yep. You can you can dissect this and we can argue it all day long. Yeah. Shoot what works best for you. But you're doing the right thing by going, What happened here? You know, you're you're thinking through your mind, well, did I have the broadhead sharp enough? Was I too high in the tree? We've all been there as mm-hmm. bow hunters. We've been there a bunch. I mean, I've got stories from being up way too high again. Covers up there. I need to be up in the cover. Yep. Not so far That's down. Funny. Yeah. So you, I've taken shots of deer and hit them too high. Killed them. Watched them fall. But it, I like to see where where the blood's going and how it how it bleeds. There's no freaking blood here. But I killed it. Yeah. It's there. I mean, it's laying over there. As much as that sucked, you know, the whole long part of you know why I set the story up was I don't think it was a, a failure. It was the lessons learned that I will take forward mm-hmm. and. I can still hang my head high. Like, I had a chance at a really good buck. Only really, like, hardcore bow hunting, two seasons. Yeah, no, like, that's impressive, yeah. man. You yep. know, I've, I've put in the work, put in the time, yeah. all those things. Like, my wife always jokes. She's like, I can tell when it's hunting or fishing season because you're busy staring at maps. Mm-hmm. I am a map nerd. I am a map study nerd, constantly looking. And that's what's cool about it, though. Like, me and my buddy were, were just talking about this the other day. You have an avionics app on your phone. It's my best I'm, friend. It's uh-huh. always up always, on my phone. Always up. In fact, right now, I can what, tell what you. What are you looking at, Spartan Forge or Navionics? Well, today it's Spartan Forge, but I'm going fishing next week, and so it's, it'll be Navionics. I just yeah. study them. Yeah. Oh, Lake Springfield. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe is that tournament <laughs> right. one? Am I studying every chance I can, looking yep. for little holes? and yeah. look, Looking for those points, looking for the drop-offs. Yeah, it's the same concept. Google Earth, Google Earth is another yep. underrated it's another. Tool. It's another good one. Underrated. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, you keep doing all the, all the work of <laughs> scouting, sharpening broadheads, doing whatever it is. You, you can do everything right up to the point of the shot, and it's just a matter of catching a branch yep. or a tree. <laughs> or Maybe we both hit trees this year. I, yeah, had, I, had a tree, I, I hit a tree last year is what happened to me. And yeah. But what I think is really cool about that, I don't, know, I, I don't know if it was you guys or if it was – I think you guys did a piece – I think you did a piece on it, Eric, that was the different stages of deer hunters – and how? Oh, the, there's too much ego in hunting, and I oh. listed out the stages of hunting. Yeah, yeah. It, it, just, it was. Yeah, I, I know we've talked about it on our show too. Because you know, I, I'm by no means this guy that's only going to go out and shoot a 180 inch deer, but mm-hmm. I'd like to shoot a nice deer. But even right. if you are that guy, that some people think that we're against that because, like, look at our logo. You know, yeah, right. right. I'm like, well, no, no. Yeah, but I want that too. And, and if that's where you're at, that's that, right? that's great. Like, but just or tag your hunt. Celebrate. Yeah, I that's just get caught up there. Yeah, I'm happy for you. It, it, if, it, it, yeah. if you don't care, I'm happy for you too. Yeah. And I think that's been really cool about, like, kind of me being a couple. I would say I'm a couple paces ahead of where Ritter is, just because I've got a number of small bucks that I've been able to harvest, and yep. you know, you my built dad's up some confidence. You're in a different spot in your journey than he yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, and that's where I, I think that's why it was so cool for you know, us to share both of our stories this year and just kind of go through all of that because it was, it was the right thing to happen for the stage of where we are. And it was, 
like three years ago for me, where it was just making that shot, thinking you did everything right, mm-hmm. and then not That's finding it. That's that one, it. yeah, for me. And you that know, was luck. It, it just hey, better I'd rather be lucky than good. At or that time, it, saying, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that happened leading up to the shot wasn't luck. <laughs> <laughs> the shot was luck. Like I, I foobarred the shot. I gangstered it because I had a limb in my way. Oh, you did it sideways. I huh? had to. <laughs> I've never practiced. When he told like me that, that. I'm going great. I'll, I'm on my way, I guess. <laughs> Break yourself, Buck. Then I, then I then I get a call, dude. I found him. <laughs> what? Yeah, he went. He, he maybe went 40 yards. How was that possible? That buck. Did, this is a, that buck went about 10 yards and died five feet from my tree. <laughs> it did a big circle around and fell. So moral is, gangster. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> Works sixty percent of the time. It works every time. Yeah, I nailed him the femoral artery. I was confused that he was dead. I didn't understand. Well, I talked you didn't to my dad. Realize like, it until I went and cut the tender lines out. I'm like, dude, freaking inner lines severed in half. Yeah, and yeah. It, there's there's a femoral artery that's big around as your pinky in there, yeah. and it was completely. It was a through. murder scene where yeah. that thing got shot. I mean, yeah. I was like, razor sharp broadhead. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that was the QAD that, that I was but using. But that, that was year. razor but that sharp. Was it's fresh out of the out of the fresh packaging. out of the package. Never passed through foam or anything. Yeah. So a comment here uh, I had on the, on the screen a second ago. He says. Uh, Facebook user means it's just coming from our our uh, shooter buck club page because I don't know why it does that, but he says my buck was a very steep angle from five yards. Air didn't pass through, and there was no blood. I was hunting high grass areas, so I watched him fall hundred yards away. But if I had been hunting thick cover, who knows if I'd have gotten him? Oh man, yeah, yeah thick grass like that. Yeah, and there's there's ways around it, but you got to build for it. And if you're building to be able to get a clear shot from up above, you can do a lot of you, you can do a lot with a little. But if you're going to be on the ground and trying to shoot through heavy cover, heavier arrow, a wider profile broadhead that can pass through things without being deflected and levering around, you got to build for your conditions. Yeah. All the lessons to be learned. Mm-hmm. But and that's part I of the journey. still going way the hell up in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> but some trees you might have to. Like I, I was hunting with Derek this past season, and he put me pretty high up in a tree to get over all this uh, like that, That's the other thing stuff. you got to look at, too, yeah. is what's your ground cover like. And, you know, if your understory is, is really thick and the only way you're getting into it, like where I hunt some of the cattail stuff or mm-hmm. some of that ragweed crap, I have to get higher up and move very little so I don't get picked off because a deer down there can easily, you know, skyline me yep. without without any cover back there. Yeah. So there's a lot it's of all there's a lot of variables. There's just that's the other thing. There's so many schools of thought. There's so many ways to do things. And if you go all the way back to when people did things a long time ago, you didn't need much. So these arguments High they're, just my, they're just micrometers, the you know, in the grand scheme of things. We so, just overthink things now because we yep. we have access to everything. <laughs> it's an information age, man. Yeah. I am, like, the worst person for, like, hunting product sponsorships because I am the person that says, like, you can do with nothing. Like, I have no pro- – I, I like, le- legitimately, I hunt in waders. I have my old duck hunting waders that I hunt in, mainly because I can walk through anything anywhere, anytime. You I like having swamp ass? Yeah, it's all right. You need to deal with it. You just smell a little. Season. Shower when you get home. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but, like, I, I use my old waders, and, like, I dress in the tree, like, layer by layer when I get there. So, like, I basically am just yeah. reusing all stuff I have. Like, you know, I would be the guys would wear flannel out in the woods and just not care, you know? So. It can be done. It's like the the, the, the guys that, oh, you know, we, we kind of joke about them from time to time on social media of, like, you know, you can, you can only kill a buck if you have Sitka. I mean. <laughs> If that's what I, you I like, have, like, I have opinions and thoughts about Sitka. If, and I, if that's I, what you like, good for you. I'm not saying it's bad if either that, way. But yeah, if I that's don't what gets it. you outside and, and helps you, yep. like that, 
there's nothing again. There's nothing wrong with most of it, and even I, I would argue as an okay center, we need everything we can in our favor. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what, what I say is whatever makes you, you know, comfortable, yeah, right. Whatever fits within your budget to get you exactly. outside. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah. You know, I don't care if you're millionaire wearing Sitka or the you know a guy just getting into hunting, and then all you have is a pair of khaki pants and a flannel. If the weather's right and you're comfortable in it, and you can sit down, shut up, and be still. You can kill deer out of it. When you when you show me merino wool, that another you know I'll say the game changing word again, but that that <laughs> that changer that I should get merino an audio bumper nice. for that. Merino wool was a big one, so I thought like the underlayers matter, and beyond that, who cares what you stack right. on top of Honestly, it? Right. That's what I I say. The base layer is the most base important. layers are the most mm-hmm. important. I run the Under Armour four base layer, and that's where it starts. Most of the days this year, walking out, I walked out in. Just my base well, layer top. We could have hunted opening day in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Ma- ma- I, yeah. I went to Cabela's degrees. to get a long sleeve T-shirt yeah. to hunt in that day because it was like eighty degrees. Did you find anything there? They have sh- not, like not much. <laughs> no, no. I, I was. I think it was like six bucks for a shirt, a long sleeve shirt, and it was going to be good enough to get through. And <laughs> actually, the pants that I wore this is hilarious. Um, I wanted something that was lightweight enough. I actually had an old pair of like green like chinos. From what? Target. I don't know what a chino is, but like, like, it like, works. Like, like dress pants. Like, think like oh, okay. khakis. They're like green got it, got khakis. It. Some slacks. I had never I mean, worn. Fancy, though, My wife had chinos. got them from chinos. Target. <laughs> and so that's what I wore. I wore a pair of Target green chinos. Green, green chinos. <laughs> and like a long This is shirt. getting clipped and put on TikTok. I'm just going to tell it out. Absolutely. It's at about 49 hey, chino, minutes in. I'm going to wear in. my chinos to go kill us a deer. Right? <laughs> But the point oh, is you can do it in anything. Just get outside and, and experience it and enjoy it and, I, I and enjoy remember, sharing the story. I had I had uh, my first podcast. If you go back far enough in the archives, you'll see that I, the first one I ever, ever did with, a, with, I cannot get words out of my mouth right now. Words are hard. Was with Jared Scheffler with White Hill Adrenaline. And he had said like at one point he got really into wearing this camo and doing that stuff and doing the self-filming. And then he just wasn't having too much success doing much of that. Yeah. His car broke down one day. So he's wearing jeans and t-shirt and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to fix this right now. And it's what's the damn deal. I smell like oil and gas. He walked out to the woods and had a shot at one of the biggest bucks he ever oh, seen in his entire yeah. life. And he said it was at that moment that he realized I don't need to do half of this crap. I just, I just got to get better at like reading the sign and, and you know, and now the guy can play chess with these deer. It, it's, it's a comfort thing for sure though. You know, whatever whatever makes you feel yep. good, and if it's you know getting new camo. Oh, I got first light boxers now. I'm like, pretty happy about that. You want to talk about, happy about that. <laughs> like you want to talk about what feels good? I mean, first light boxers good. feel really good on your on anyone, your boys. Anyone wants to give me anything like that, I will absolutely <laughs> wear it. You know, like there was one company that reached out to us that we were supposed to be involved in helping them in development of some of their stuff. Yeah. For hunting. And we won't say who that is because. Maybe it'll still happen. Someday. That's just it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say anything until it does happen. Right. You know? Yeah. But the, there was, and it's a, actually a Wisconsin based company. That, that's all I'll say. Might even be an I, I know all the Wisconsin based ones. I, I'm not going to guess out loud. But, we'll uh, tell you afterwards. It, yeah, it yeah. might not be one Fair that you would, you would think of, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. You never well, know. Oh, they're, uh, they're blowing up now. Uh, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see <laughs> if that ever happens. But yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if you give me something, I'll wear it. Like, I, I'm that. And I'll, I'll give an honest opinion of anything. But yeah, yeah it's got to have the chops. Like, it, it, it can't be something that can't, you, you got to like it. So, like, everyone that we work, we, we rattle off all those sponsors. Like, a lot of these companies are, are local to us, or we're friends with the owners to some degree. Yeah. Like, we know, like, and trust them. 
um, and enjoy working with them in a capacity that's far beyond just the product itself. But sure. we trust the product. That's what it's all about. And I- being able to have that line of communication. Like when I when I lost an arrow three days before I shot that buck, um, formerly Vector, now Method Archery, they, they, dro- they drove here the wow. same day and brought me broadheads. They're like, go kill your buck on Saturday. And I did. Mm-hmm. And and like, Love that. I was like, what, a story. what am I going to do? I don't have broadheads right now that are going to work with this setup. And they know my yeah, setup. because they, me. I'm like, well, dude, I can pull a couple out of my archives and sharpen them up. And right. that right? I, them yeah, them. yeah. Pull well, them out of my archives. My, my archives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but right. it's like, they know my setup. I, to this day, I still don't know my poundage. I don't know my draw. Uh, length. It kills deer. It's That's six. what matters. It's accurate. It's comfortable. I only know the sound it makes when it kills deer. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's a good one, Greg. I don't know anything about it. I just know the sound it makes when it... That's that's another one that always gets me in the archery hunting world is I feel sometimes it becomes a strength contest. Sure. Yeah, how many got, pounds can yeah, you pull who, back? who's got the heaviest Well, pounds. I actually can't pull that bow back. That just showed up today, and I can't pull back. So that's going to... We're going we're gonna to make a whole contest. It's like the sword and the that. stone. Whoever can pull it back will hunt is with it. it. What, what pound is it? I don't know what I that is. I haven't looked at it that close. Too much. Eric Tasker will do it. It's too much for me. Eric Tasker. I'm actually thinking like there might be back. something installed in that is not yeah, allowing me to stop. There's, there's like there. a straight cam lock. You can't yeah. even do it. Yeah. Yeah. Something's there's happening. There's a bolt exactly. through it somewhere. It's, it's the new bear permanent cam lock. <laughs> it's, it's coming out at ATA next year. You're yes, just hearing right. about it here first. Yep. That is the is uh, Legend XR. I shot the Adapt Legend XR, and I forget the one above that one. And... I, that's what I like. That's what I'm gonna be shooting this this coming season. Yeah, because so. you shot every bow at ATA. I gotta, I gotta, I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta feel this. Sorry, I'm just gonna look at it. Yeah, it's nice. It feels good. I really like shooting that bow. So how are you gonna get? Well, so do you think that it's actually just too high a poundage, or? Uh, I don't know. I just got like it oh, literally showed know. up today. I took it out of the box, really tried to pull it back. Pull Please don't break well, stuff, Greg. I won't. It <laughs> I just, is. I just need to... Okay, so it, it, it's not <laughs> more than seventy pounds. No. Because it's a, it's seventy pound limbs, so it's not more than seventy. Well, it's and, probably set at seventy, and it's something? bottomed out, so it's it's at seventy. It's at what 70. is that? That's a limb stop, yeah, or that's a uh, that's a cam stop. So there is, so it's not just me. Well, no, it's I'm not it's a weak so ass. You can't go, that's when I say weak ass, you say yeah. <laughs> fifty nine pounds. I fully admit the whole time, fifty nine pounds is what I pull. Why? Because I can pull it back anytime. Doesn't matter how I feel, where I am, and I can hold it forever. Yeah. Oh yeah! Here oh hell! 70. Oh yeah! One finger, Getting huh? After it. So I was just being a little bitch. I was, I was, I was like trying to dry fire it. This thing just showed up. Blew up. He actually, he actually shoots something just barely legal shooting weight. It's. <laughs> he's been pulling forty five pounds all these years. <laughs> it's so easy. I'm just like, hey, dear. No big deal. I'm just this smiling. This was not that bad <laughs> to yank back. It, it, I just lightly touched it. Like, ah, said, that's like a strength thing. I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah. No, Randy right. Savage got gotcha. you. Like, I'm not. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Snap it to a bare bone. When I pull my bow back, my shirt rips. Snap like, it to my on. shoulder. I think I just blew a bicep. Wow. There you That's go. Great. Anyway, you might not be able to get it back to lean up there. It's quite the quite the task. That thing's falling I down. Am a, a task we're going to test its durability right now. I am a, a pro at um, leaning up and setting up things oh, for... Jesus. There we go. That's but the bear is right marketing. by bear. Do you see how this works? Yeah. I do like that. Derek drew that. He's an impressive artist. So what impressed me the most is like the, the, the marketing aspect of things in the studio here. And oh, your corner is on fire. Yeah, and I am all, I am all about laid out. marketing and... <laughs> was this the wet, weathered oak calls it is yep. yeah that's got the okayest tenor logo on that one it might need to get sanded down a little bit but yeah a little bit 
Okay, this is good. It's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> we got the new buck grunt tubes coming out. You want to grab that bad boy? Can you reach it without tangling yourself? Yeah. So these, these are coming with us to the trade shows. You got to hold okay, it on well a little now bit. It's, now it's broken. Uh, no, no. It's pretty, it's so, pretty dirty. So we got two, two, <laughs> color, two colors of these. Coming out to trade this is, show. This is like this is like outdoors Disneyland. Hands, so and weather, also a way, other way to get sponsors mentioned. Too. This, this is weather like, Oaks hand spun that. I like that. So, so the they're guy making that makes those. Cool. Uh, he's actually my co-host on this on the, the OK podcast. Fisher. So it's sounded pretty weird out of the gate. I know. He, I, it he took a lot of back pressure. It took a while like It's not a donkey call. Yeah. Well, it could be a swamp donkey call. Yeah. I'm not much of a deer caller. Yeah, well, I'm not either. But it bro. looks, yeah, it, looks it looks sharp. The I, ones I, he's doing for us now look way better than this one. Well, right? it's different it's like this wood. Mixed wood. It's it, like okay. really cool. It's a two tone uh, walnut yeah. that he's got. I love any of the the hand tuned, hand turned down calls. Yeah, yeah. Matt, like hand just, tunes all those. They just they look touching sharp. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And there's something I mean, like great about the, the craftsmanship. And again, you're going to enjoy your experience with a product like that. I feel because that's how you, you call know, a shooter buck right there. That's it. Yeah, exactly. What other sponsors should we mention here and get in here? What do you, I what don't you guys know. got? In <laughs> I mean, that's, we don't have to. I think that's about I, it. I could hang a saddle from here if you I want. Said, I thought I'd make sure we, you know, we get everything cleared so everyone's We could happy. pull up Spartan oh, Forge. Oh, spotted and, fawn artistry over there. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's Derek. Derek, uh, I think his You too can adopt a fawn. You do get adopted <laughs> in the arms of the angel. Oh Lord! It's a good thing he. It's a good thing he announces the music, yeah. not sings the music. Yeah. You know, the people that are listening to this are gonna have no clue what the hell is going on in no here. Idea. That's fine. No, but no, I love it, and it's just Tony Cordero, Cordero, uh, who's uh, a regular here. Uh, First light boxers worth it. I would have to agree. Greg, turn me on to them. We didn't turn me on. <laughs> Make sure you clip that correctly, though. <laughs> but well, I might have. I'll, uh, I'll put you them. do you boo. Yeah, I okay. let him borrow mine. I flipped him inside out. Yeah, that's okay, fine. Okay, so let me ask you this. So since we're talking about some of these guys, so with uh, Method Archery, is this the send me your setup? We'll build you a custom arrow. Correct. And you went through all. You of the plunk in your bow that? specs, your make, your model, your draw length. Do you know all how many phone stuff? calls I got while we were doing this? By the way, a lot. for what? A lot right now. Yeah. So what's my draw length? Oh, I'm asking him. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, Greg, I don't know. Shoot. Okay, bye. I get a text <laughs> message. <laughs> what model bow do I? Seriously. Oh, I love that. oh lord. That's okay. That's fine. Well, Let, that's let's get this there. figured out. Yeah, that's why I'm here, man. <laughs> should, should we have that conversation? Because that's always, Greg's got my that, back. That, that's always an argument. <laughs> what 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 bows do you guys shoot? I have uh, an older Matthews Halon 32. Oh, man. And see, but that's I've, what always happens. But Here I bought go. that bow. That was my first brand new bow. Otherwise, I had okay. two used Matthews before that. I had a Feathermax from way back in the yeah. 90s. I might be dating myself there, but that bow was a year old when I got it. Yeah. And I shot my first deer with it. And then I gave up on that after I took it to another archery shop, not local to here, and they screwed it up, and I never could get it to shoot right. So I sold it and then bought a adrenaline. your problem anymore. Right, right. Not my problem. <laughs> Have fun. I love that. So smiling. That seems like a your problem. But then yeah. I bought a used adrenaline, and that bow was slick. I shot a ton of deer with that thing. Yeah. And then, you know, that thing was used. It needed a string. It was I got a, a pretty decent trade-in value on it. Yeah. And... uh Went on to a, a Halon 32, and I like that bow. I shoot it well, yeah. even though I drop-tuned it on the basement floor, and 
It hasn't shoot, shot right quite since. Well, it's another one of those. Yeah. Just send off and yeah. The well, no. It, I what I ended up doing was getting a new cam for it. Okay. So it's got a new cam, new cables, and all that stuff. My archery shop took care of me on that, and turned it around real quick. Isn't it great to have a like an archery mm-hmm. shop you work with? Yep. That's always guys that you trust that's, that, that never yeah, steer like you wrong. The day before we left for vacation this year. Yeah. Oh my God. This is an okayest moment. I went. I I hadn't gone hunting for a while. You guys are. I'm sorry. I just. Got, you guys what are. Do we got, what do we got going on? <laughs> I I'm not doing a good job of displaying the stuff on the screen. We've changed the format a little bit here. Okay. So, warm balls kill deer. They do. Yeah, we yes. were talking about That's the right. first line. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I also found this Sony. new button that I have that can. Apparently, I'm selling hats as we sit here. So if you just pay attention to the screen that, for yeah. two seconds, I, it's a new feature that I yeah. didn't realize we like could. That uh, little QR code. Yeah, there it See, is. like bad. we've got like the professional stuff at our show, but we don't do the live stream portion. We don't like do this. any of that stuff. Yeah, so because so, we record for radio, I'm overstimulated. Right? Yeah, this is, this, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah, this, shiny this, thing going on. This, yeah. this, like, I'm excited. I, I want to do this because this is like my world. I'm That'd like the cool, tech nerd. Yeah. That He's I'm, a like, kid uh, with ADD. Well, then you can help me set up all the new shit when it shows up all like right. tomorrow or whatever. All, right. all these rangefinders. Like, What's going on? You had a story. You had a story, and I disrupted. Oh no, that's okay. So I went and. Well, I hadn't hunted for a while, and I hadn't shot my bow for, like, two weeks before I was getting ready to go out. You haven't shot your bow for two weeks? God, I love this I one. This is I a mean, like, story. I mean, like, I haven't shot my bow since I killed my buck. Oh, no, 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 not <laughs> currently. This is before I, we left for Rutgers. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. And I'm like, I'm just going to go, and I'm going to just shoot maybe 20 arrows or whatever at the range. It was outside. It was at like the landing quarry, whatever. I know where that is. Yeah, they got that. Yeah, they got the straw bales. I love shooting that kind of stuff. Um, so I go there. There are a couple other guys there. It's pretty windy, and I'm like, well, this would be perfect. You know, it's probably ideal conditions to actually make sure things are working right. And it's like five o'clock, the day before we're getting ready to leave. Okay. (laughs) So I shoot a couple arrows, and I had a couple that hit the target. Not where I wanted them to hit the target. I had a couple that missed the target. Oh shit! I'm like, what? Did you the get those back happening? or no? Yeah, I, fortunately I found okay. all of them. I then you start get second guessing, and then you go, "Well, I should get closer and just see how bad we really are at ten yards." Well, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't understand why my arrows are flying the way that they are. Mm. I mean, huge pinwheels and just big nasty tail whip oh, before the impact. Yeah, Ranfrey calls out a Twizzler. Stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It I got some of those good. in my garage. So here I'm, pa- I'm panicking, and I'm thinking, all right, well, I don't really want to drive to Pewaukee and make sure that things are like tuned up and actually go shoot indoor and do all that. And if something's wrong, I can have them fix it right away. Yeah, I got a panicked phone call. What should I do? This is not. So good. you're his Greg. You guys are like this is a pretty good dynamic <laughs> we got going yeah, on here. I guys. Like this. <laughs> this is, I'm glad we sat the way that we did. I said, dude. Make the trip. If, if you think You're something's wrong, so much better. Yeah. go to the shop, yeah. shoot it in there. That's, that's exactly what you told me. Yeah. Dude <laughs> goes and gets slapped in the face by his peep sight rubber, you know, pulling off his snakeskin and getting slapped in the face. <laughs> Slices his finger open, sends oh, one over no. a buck's back. Dude, what should I do? Should I just continue on it? I think I'm just going to, what do you, no, no, you're not doing that. Is then I'm going to get a phone call and we got to trail something all the way across Waukesha County. Right. I don't think so. You're done. I'm making the call. Shut it this down. Is, this isn't even a judgment call, Call pal. the pen. Bring in yeah. the writing. You're done. Well, if oh. I didn't do that, I wouldn't have got that buck. So. 
Yeah. yeah. So right off he went. So I so I went to the archery shop. I went. I shot three through. You the went paper to Buck Rub. Team. I take it you're talking about Pewaukee. Yeah, that's okay. our yeah, one yep. of our title sponsors and one of our yeah good partners. And I I go in there. I shoot three through the paper tune, and the guy's like, "What's I don't understand what your issue is." Yeah, paper tune doesn't tell at all. So I go to the range. You got to get a DNA test. Just wait. Third. You got to bring your bow on, Maury. <laughs> you are not the father. So, so I go into the range and I shoot a couple at thirty yards. I shoot a couple at forty yards. Everything's flying right. Mm. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. So I go in. You got some target about, panic. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Hang on. The fucking wind was blowing my arrows <laughs> everywhere. It's a great day to test it out, man. The, I don't know who it was in the shop, but I almost goes, didn't tell him what. That's happened. the opposite problem. Like it it's, so it's not going, and you get there, you're like, oh, everything's working fine, you know. That was the second phone call. Then was the I don't really want to tell you this, but but I have to tell. But you I have this. to tell you this, and he's like, they asked me, you know, where were you shooting? And I was telling him and explaining things, and he's like, well, like how the was open it plains. And he goes, I mean, it was it was like windy. Three. Two. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't have considered that either, though, honestly. We, we're, again, we're in the same boat. Yeah, okay, just, moment. Yeah, I just, I felt like such an idiot. And I was like, well, I can't, I can't leave and not give an explanation for what happened and what we found yeah. out in this whole scenario. So I'm like, I'm just going to fess up. I'm just going to tell you right off. The I line. would, I'm too. an idiot. Well, we, we all have those moments. We're but all going to be. It's easy person. to second, third, fourth, those, and fifth guess yourself. You think and that's messed? what gets you in trouble. Well, when you're shooting so good and I'm thinking, did I, I don't know. Did, did I bump something? But did you, here's here's another thing. Did you actually go up 10 yards from the target and shoot or did you go, no, no. I'm going to go back because this is, everything's got to be fine. It's, that's, that's where I catch myself. All right. Time to make sure everything is square, plumb, and right on. Yeah. You go 10 yards and you're hitting square. Yeah. And right on. I didn't do that. I yeah. went right to the arch. So now you know. Now I drove, now I drove an hour and a half. You drove an hour and a half. You don't know, now yep. you know. Yeah. Archer. Archer. You guys love Archer. all these stories and all this. The, what's this is, hey, this is part about being You guys okay. are going to have to become a regular Welcome guest. to our show. This is exactly what our <laughs> show is. Well, we it's didn't have this. a game plan at all, and here no. we are. We're no, it's just, it's, it's, right it's BSing. And, and I'm sure you uh, can relate to those moments and those stories that you've been there or know someone that's been there. And that's what's great is when you are in that moment in hearing us tell it, then you don't have to feel so bad. Be like, oh, you know, like you say, yeah, oh, I didn't want to make a call. Like you have been there and be like, oh, that, that's, that's normal. We've all been here. It's all part of our journey. Nice deer, but also be an idiot. You know? Okay. It's Hunter. Clearly. With, but with I'm not going to name names. Like, <laughs> listen, I, I've also had an okayest Fisher moment. Like I had, I had a yeah, tournament, I had a that tournament this last year that, Man, if I could change a lot of stuff that day, <laughs> and it's it's on my YouTube channel, and I shared it with all the mistakes. I straight up lost that tournament. So, do you guys have an OKS Fisher date set up for him to come on and chat? We'll have to work on it. We'll work on it. Greg is in charge of running that guest lineup. He's doing it. So, you, you talk to him, and uh, there's things coming up. Let me tell you, there's all sorts of things coming up. You know, we should go Stay out on tuned. his boat on the big lake and catch some big coho and salmon. Yeah, and I, he, I, he, I was a mate for a while. Fun fact about me back in really? the day. Really? See? Yeah, yeah. There you go. He'd actually know. Yeah. I don't. I just get the fuck out of the way, and I just do what he tells me to do. 
Fish on. <laughs> hold that board. steering wheel that way. Keep, keep your eyes on the horizon. Like, whatever you say, Greg. Keep, keep her straight. Just, just hold that heading, all right? I don't need my dipsy rods twisting up. <laughs> you always get some wild Yeah, you hate to cross dipsy rods. You know, you don't want to play dummy sticks out That's at sea, right. you know? No, it gets really tricky when you start double stacking. Uh, how, yeah. many, how, many, how many riggers do you have? I only have two. two. Okay. That's a 19-foot walleye right. boat. All right. I yeah. used to run in the big boats. You're running, you know. Yeah, you're four, stacking. Four of them I can stack. I have the stuff to do it. You're double stacking, running dipsies, you know, running out, out less is more. I mean, if, yeah. you know, with kings, if you're trying to chase big kings, yep. less is always more. Here it's become a fishing podcast. You're welcome. Hey, it, hey, this it, is another the, plug for OK Fisher. Do it in a kayak. We had on our show Nick Van Gompel, who won who the, won the SAR. The, the, yeah, yep. he won the one. At, uh, which fun fact, he's actually my tournament director for the kayak series. I cool. Um, did it in a kayak. Do you follow yep. Bailey Egbert? Yeah, yeah. I, I work with Bailey. Yeah. So we talk every day. Bailey's a beast. He, he, Bailey is a, he's a beast at work. He's yeah. a beast in the kayak. He's just a fucking beast. I don't know how he does it. And also, I, I don't know how he has two giant freaking screens. Like, he sees my kayak with, like, my big screen. And the first time we went out of the water together, he's like, dude, I can read your screen from across the lake. Like, and I'm like 30 feet away from him in the water. And I'm like, I see where the fish are. <laughs> and he's and got, like, only two. And I'm like, you got one right below your rigger ball, yeah. right there. Yeah. I, I've, I exited that same day. I did it to him. I go, Oh, you want to see some fun? I got one right here. Boop, drop a drop shot. Boop, fish on. It's wild. We had a lot of fun in Canada together, too, this year. This past year. Yeah. I, had a lot. I was actually just today going through finally editing some of that footage. I didn't like myself on that trip. I was very cocky. You're I was realizing. Because there was a lot of moments where I was like, because it was myself, Tasker, another friend of mine. That's, a good, that's a good, uh, you have some good self-awareness. small mouth guy that I am. Like I'm, So I'm in there and I'm. Well, you're not a small mouth guy. Sounds like you're a big mouth guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm running the motor, doing everything. We're fishing. Come here. Some, we're, yeah, we're fishing reefs and Fish stuff. Out. And I'm going, you guys want to see something? Ready, set, boom. One hand is just like ripping it, pulling it, like flipping it. And I'm like. I look like an idiot. I don't know if I want to well, show anybody you know, that. Fun, Did you? Though. You must have read my article twice about ego. <laughs> I read that book, Ego is the Enemy, seven times bass, in the bro. last two years, and I it's just, just fun. It like, seeped in up there. Yeah. That uh, that's. I mean, they're just they're dumb fish, and it's fun. And they. It was where we talked to Gussie, Jeff Gustafson. Okay. About this because he's from Jeff Kenora. Gussie. Yeah, we, he's, he's one of our uh, at work. We I work on a, the X two account. With Hummingbird, so, yeah, 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 and X two, yeah, yeah, Gussie's and Hummingbird too. But I'm not on that stuff, yeah. so I don't know. Gussie's but, awesome, yeah. awesome dude. So he was on with us when we were talking about like because we're like two weeks after we yeah. came back, he was on talking with us, and I was telling him this stuff. He's like, I've never caught him down there. I'm like, we were catching him down there. It was weird. Oh, man, those mammals yeah. are mixing in with walleyes on the top of reefs. It was like the weirdest thing. They shouldn't be there right now. This this year, I caught the biggest smallmouth in my life in the Boundary Water Canoe area. I was showing Derek last week. It looks like a damn alien. It looks like I'm holding a fucking NFL football. Yeah. But bigger. And uh, it's, fun, it made me feel like I Normal. actually knew what I was doing for half a second. And all I really did was drop whack, uh, wacky worm rigs wow. up against rocks and shit. When there's a lot shit. of them, it makes it a lot When they're on, they will, they will probably it was fun. eat anything. And they fought yeah, hard. And, yeah, We cooked them up, though, too. Like, we didn't cook the big oh. guy up. But. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, 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 we were I'm trying to eat. Guy. Like we didn't have a lot of food, actually. So like it was like a problem. <laughs> I, I will get, survival of the fish. It yeah, was I'm like, like guys, we gotta actually catch some fish. We're like not gonna have a lot of food tonight. Yeah. And then we we because we didn't know how this trip was gonna go. And then we we get to the end and we had a surplus of food because we were like, oh, we made it. We, yeah. The fish helped us. So we cooked up like sp- like a, a barbecue venison spaghetti and oh, nice. all this stuff. And then we ate like kings. Well, and it was great. At least yeah. you weren't eating like you know. MREs and like well, a noodle. You yeah. can, everybody Oil has packets. a dehydrator. It's your oven. And yeah. anybody can dehydrate any meal yeah. and then vacuum seal it and pack it up. And that's what we did. We just, it was venison for the whole trip. So we just had like 
uh, barbecue mac and spaghetti and, nice. and stew and, and like every venison, hearty venison meal you could possibly stroganoff make. And that was what we did. Noodles. But, but we never tested it. We just like mm-hmm. did it, dehydrated it, packed it up, and then we went. We never decided if it was like going to function or not. <laughs> so we reheat it. We're like, oh, this actually freaking works. Just send it. Didn't know it's actually food safe. We may die on this trip. Yeah, it's fine. Not so that's why we're like, we got to eat all these fish because you guys, I don't know about this venison situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Though. Oh, I love it. So we've turned into a fishing podcast. So Excellent. Well, I, mean, I got your back, Greg. Mission yeah. accomplished. This is the OKS podcast network now officially. Yeah. So, congrats on yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, this this guy right here. He's the he's the he's the first to jump into another I'm thing. Just a man. <laughs> just a man with a beard that can do owl calls. <laughs> right. The dude is a dude. What do you? you know, I'm a dude playing a dude yeah, disguised as another dude. Tropic Thunder over here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> seen that movie one too many times. A real Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Just Not. without the prison time. Not. Jesus. <laughs> really? <I> was, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, without all the cocaine. You're going to kill but. Sean over here. Yeah. <laughs> cocaine, man. <laughs> it's cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs> well, uh, oh, thanks, Frank. How do people find your guys? Because your guys' podcast, it's a podcast, but it's also yes. like it's on iHeart. It's very yes. different. To, if I search on iTunes, it's tricky. Yeah, you're you got to help us we're, out we're, here. Because working with iHeartRadio, we're an iHeartRadio exclusive, so you're only going to find our podcast on the iHeartRadio. How does that work out? Is that a good outcome for y'all, or do I mean, you wish when, you were everywhere else, when, or what's the deal? When iHeart's your employer... You kind of got to do what they say. Yeah, they're they letting use their studio, and they, yeah, they kind of own everything. So, like, if I leave iHeart, they kind of they own, own all, all that. that. Yeah, then so, you start over, which is fine. I've got another name of a new podcast that I is in here. Already. You're like it's me, you're domain, your domain hoarder. Yeah, so. exactly. It's it's been here. I was like, I don't want to waste my good one on this. So this is where we went with tailgate talk. Not that I'm, you know, but that's <laughs> that's pretty good. Same one. content. I really like that one, so that's why that's the I mean, same I like content. It, but I've got another one that I like better too. But yeah, yeah so that's why it's exclusive in iHeartRadio. So you go to the iHeartRadio app, search out Tailgate Talk, or on our socials. We pretty much only do Instagram, and it's yeah. I'm, I, I pretty much do the Instagram, and it's tough because like I've got my own personal stuff, with my fishing stuff. I've got that. I've got like my station. I, I'm I think I've got six Instagrams. That's a that lot. I, like, manage. It's too much. It's it a lot. confusing because if you sign it with one account, you like it. It gets yep. tangled. Yeah, you need an intern for that. I need that, but. But there's laws that you can't have interns. You got to pay them, and then there, there's that problem. And yeah, yeah so we have. So I you better radio sell the kayak. <laughs> Never. Yeah, no. We also have the show on ninety-seven three. The game. It's on the radio. The yes, game. on, the radio. on the, radio. the radio as well. Saturday, Saturday mornings. mornings so if you're a local Wisconsinite. Yes, in tune in to that. Area. But if with the, the iHeart app, you can hear you can, it live too, right? Yep, anytime. Yep, search on seven three. Let us know you want us back on that on that bad boy at on the tailgate. Is the is yeah. the is the Instagram on the, the on the tailgate? So that's our show Instagram. I'm at the real Ritter, and like as I'm, a fishing reel. Get it, huh? Are you? You're Wisco Bowhunting, Bowhunter, Ting, Bowhunting, Wisco Bowhunting on Instagram and yeah, you got the real Instagram. Ting in there. Yeah. Ting. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's all socials. It's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. YouTube channel. It's all so at the real Ritter. Is she saying Pam? Like, Pam? <laughs> Pam? Pam? Sean, I don't know that I've met a lot of other folks that talk about as fast as I do, and you you definitely, you might actually be more than me. I am the guy that, so when there is ads to be cut that have a lot of copy. Like you can just of like, spit it out. 80 oh, yeah. mile an hour voice. I, I got that one. Yeah. But here's the thing, I've always been told, I enunciate. I will talk fast, but I enunciate. Oh, I mumble, and my wife has told me uh, that I've learned that I have a lisp. Okay. And I think it comes out Shouldn't the more I drink. call you a cock salesman? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little coxman. It's different. Yeah, Cock, like that one that you just got this morning for our fishing trip. For Ballard's? 
That was it's, about 40 seconds of copy. I was going to say, it's, you know, normally for like a 30-second script, it's about 85-ish words, 85 to 90 words. How much coffee do you drink in the morning? And it was All of it. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, I, I've Red actually squirrel? got it on my, uh, my socials, um, the whole Stanley Cup rage. I've got the OG Stanley. The original Stanley. Oh, I did see this. The I showed someone today. The 1.4 liter Stanley. That's yeah. the OG. You knocked it. I was like, God, oh, that probably hurt your knuckles, actually. Well, I knocked the cup on it. Because my Stanley Cup comes with a cup. I pretty yeah. much drink that whole Stanley in a day. Like, oh, I'll drink, yeah, I'll drink, I'll drink most of it in the morning. That's the manly Stanley. And I'll finish it. <laughs> there's the next There's the next one. You want to get manly? Get your Stanley. Yes. The, get the manly Stanley. You can have a Stanley or the manly Stanley. There you go. Because there's Welcome. a lot of bougie uh, biatches. My, my, my wife has one. Yeah, my so. wife doesn't have one of those yet. But she's got a little station down here in the basement that she hasn't touched in, like, well, since we had her third kid. But she was, she was like, spinning mugs for a minute. Okay. okay. She's, like, putting epoxy on them, decorating them, making it all custom. So she had, got, like... So you got a cricket. She's got a cricket. She's got the mug spinner. She's she's fully equipped. We had, like, wood-stained mugs. Mm-hmm. We were rocking mugs for a while there. Now so she's... Yeah. The reason my wife has one is kind of... Like an under the table shithead moment, but it's my wife and she knows me. By the way, we all have great um, partners yep. or people well, in our we, lives. The elephant mm-hmm. in the room that we haven't really talked about. It's Valentine's about. Day and we're here doing this. This is, is funny. very true. When we were putting together the dates, my wife's like, oh yeah, go ahead. Whatever. I proposed on Valentine's Day and it didn't go well. I mean, she said yes, but it was a shit proposal. <laughs> it didn't go well. Oh, that's a, that's a very well, okay. Hear, that is the most okayest moment of my entire fucking life was that proposal. So I bought a new truck back. Early I in saw you. You got a Chevrolet. No. Oh, Ford, wait. Ford F-150. Oh, you did get the Ford F-150. Yeah. That's right. So I bought a new truck. My wife made the comment like, oh, you get a new truck, whatever. This you didn't get a Super I, I, Duty, I, did you? XLT. Okay, no, but, not, not, but not a Super Duty. Not a Super not Duty. A super no, duty. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not super laying Super He's Duty. He's not Super Duty. Um, Extra large diaper. But she made the <laughs> comment about like, I, now I need to be, have the full passenger princess uniform with <laughs> the Stanley Cup. So what did I do? Went up the next day and bought one, set up my cup holder, Picked her up and said, "There you go. Now you're all set. There you go. Love that." And she loves it. Actually, it's 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 a decent couple. I'll give it to him. It's still not as good as my OG Stanley, the manly Stanley. Those things are great. It's like a the thermos, mm-hmm. tried and true. And I've had two of them in my life. This is the second one, and I got this one. What back? You in probably still have your first one somewhere. You probably just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason <laughs> they would ever stop functioning. You know why yeah. I replaced Which it? Which duck blind isn't laying in? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I replaced because the seal, the top thing, the seal started going hmm. to crap. And I was like, well, instead of ordering just like a new cap, really, I could just get a whole new one for. Right. Yeah. I mean, the like, logic took over. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go order a new one. And then I've got a backup in case, or I need two. So, yeah, I actually do still have the original that I got back when I was like 12. That's freaking cool. So, yeah. I'm just lucky if my, life, my wife takes a travel mug when she takes her coffee in the morning. She just raw dogs that sucker. She With just, a coffee cup? Oh, she just Puts takes on the a dash? normal coffee oh cup. How often oh do you clean the console right. oh in her vehicle? Honestly, she's if a, I'm she's there... A, she's a real woman. It's got to be worse than having toddlers. Oh, it is like... I don't know. I love you, but I don't know if you're watching. <laughs> he doesn't know what camera well, well, looks like. I don't know where you are. Coffee on the stains way. and Kleenex. The red light will indicate <laughs> which camera is on. Yeah. You know it's true. Um, yeah, it, it just it drives me crazy because I always ask her. Because we're actually at home on Mondays and Wednesday or Mondays and Fridays. So, like, I'm kind of around while she's getting ready and. Like, do you need any help taking anything out to the car? And she's like, no, I got it. And she's like, got like carrying bags, everything. So it's like a, just an open coffee mug. Yeah. I'm like, no, we see, have enough recipe of them. for disaster. We have enough of them. That's my wife with like three mugs. She's got a mug for water. She's got a mug yes. for hot coffee. Yeah, what's in. the deal? She's, she's like three I'm mugs, same, bag. Right? Like, it's, yeah. you know, water yeah, bottle, coffee. Like, at least mine, all everything's the liquids. got lids, but yeah. heaven forbid they don't. Here's a. 
Tony. I ha- I only have once. I only have a Stanley Cup because I ho- because I like hockey, but I'll never win. Oh, one. okay. Oh, I see what's happening. Nice. Here. That was a yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, Michael, a little slow on the. I can't say your last name Don't properly, Michael. But said uh, anyone shed like hunting at Derek found a shed already. He wasn't shed hunting, you but found, he found one. You found a I couple found of skulls. Yeah, a couple of skulls. Yeah, I uh, I got out. Uh, it must have been three weeks ago. About that, yeah. And it was a spot that I had hunt bow hunted a couple times this past year for the first time. And I don't know, I didn't really know what to expect, but I wanted to just at least get out there. And I found an entire spinal column, spinal cord, spinal column. Yep. Spinal column. Nothing else, though. No legs, no head, no anything. It could have been something somebody dumped there. Who yeah, knows? that's that's mm-hmm. what somebody's, I'm kind of wondering on that yeah, one. And the fact that you like right. you found that one that was like a, a it, it, it was definitely a buck skull. And with then I no did find antlers. a skull. A buck skull, but it had already shed its antlers. Mm-hmm. So it, actually, oh, well, that's I, interesting. Shit, I was gonna right. That with it could have got actually, hit by a car and just. I don't want that stinking here. Knows. Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually it didn't smell that bad. I'll have to. Did you I, leave it in a I've plastic not. bag in a cooler in your basement for eight <laughs> no. months? No. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard. Have you heard Derek's bear story? No. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a pretty gross. One. I think that's where I heard it from. That one probably. Viral. Was it a, a, a bear? A bear head that was put in a cooler. Yeah, in the closet. Yep, that's where I heard that from. Not good. Yeah. Let's I know that I've. And then I found like an entire, like, leg, no spine, but just legs, <laughs> front, it, like all four. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, it's your finding stuff, but sheds are hard to find. The little ones are hard, hard to find. Yeah. So we we give a lot of props to the OKS hunters that find our logo out in the woods because. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a real a trophy. trophy. You, it's easy to find the big ones. They stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can As see it. As a shed buck. Yeah. As a shed buck. Shed buck. Give me that photo. I'll put them in. That's a new shirt design right there. Shed that buck. Shed that buck. thing's uh, shed pretty buck. yellow, so that thing's been around for a little while. Around. Yeah. That's a cool. That's a, uh-huh. I like the way that sounds. It rolls right off the tongue. Shed buck. Shed buck. I like that. Mm. Mm. Gears are turning. Gears are turning. Hey, this might be cool than a drop royalties time. Rolled, rolled, rolled. <laughs> Everybody heard it here. Ritter just bought a new domain Manly name. Manly Stanley will trade, okay? <laughs> oh, no, man. Good. No, thanks for coming out, guys. No, thanks uh, for having you know. us, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll get together again. That, that's what's always fun about it is collaboration and getting together. And yeah. well, The know, fact that you guys are local, we've been saying it for a long time. Just, yeah. you know, we'll have you in and here, here you are. It finally worked yeah. out. You bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm awesome. like a half hour, which fun story. My wife and I crossed paths, essentially. Um, my wife works out here. Oh, she great. She left here, drove home. I had to wait for her to get home for then me to just drive out here. It's like a relay, really. Pretty much, relay yeah. Right yeah. Go. She just brought the little one and well, dropped him off. When time got close, I, I actually texted her. I'm like, so you want me to just like pop by the office and drop drop the little guy off? Yeah. Because it's only like a mile up the road from, from your office. So. No, yeah. this is my quiet time. <laughs> she can't do this. Driving home. She's got to listen to her. Mm-hmm. All these women are listening to these new books these days that are pretty audible. Scandalous. All these women are listening to these no, my, new books these my, days. My wife is not that. No, she actually listens to like a lot of great. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Books. Careful with that. <laughs> yeah, that was. You're, you're there's a scandalous the author. Of, like, band books. Are you one of the like, yeah. guys? I feel like you're drawing. You're drawing along. You're toe yeah. line there. It's Valentine's Day. I'm sure they're all like they're happy we're not here. They're listening to their audible books right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're well, gonna get home. We're like, hey, sweet Samuel, I'm a Celta. Yeah, this is my book tonight. So, hey, whatever gets the motor revved, <laughs> you know what, and gets the garage ready to go, there you you're, go. you're parking the car in it. That's all that matters. <laughs>
whatever heats it up. Well, uh, on on that note, yeah, thanks for having us on. Enjoy your scandalous books. Thanks for tuning into the show. I'll play some music. We'll have a good night, everybody. See ya. Well, a good day, whatever. I'm the only one drinking number two here. There's a little fire to dry.